Welcome to Through the Bible with Pastor Michael, a podcast from First Baptist Church in Mustang, Oklahoma. Here's Pastor Michael. All right, well, this is February, day one, and we are looking at Exodus 15 through 17 and Proverbs chapter 1. Five observations for today. Number one, the Lord is praised as their strength, song, and salvation. It's from chapter 15, verse 2. And I love that, that little threefold description there of how we can think of how we praise the Lord. It says in chapter 15, verse 2, in the song of Moses, The Lord is my strength and my song, and He has become my salvation. Uh, he gives us strength to do what He needs us to do. He gives us a song to sing, uh, and He is our salvation, our deliverance. Secondly, it only took the people three days to go from praise to grumbling. After this great um, song of Moses, it tells us in chapter 15, verse 22, they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And then the people, it says in verse 24, the people grumbled against Moses saying, what shall we drink? Didn't take long to go from this uh, triumphal time of praise into a time of grumbling. Number three, Moses tells them that their grumbling was not against Moses and Aaron, but was really against the Lord. We see that in chapter 16, verse 8. Your grumbling is not against us, but against the Lord. And you know, it's helpful for us to think about that ultimately, as believers, um, we want to we remember that, that the, Lord is, the Lord is in control, and if things are not what we wish them to be, we still want to trust and rest in Him. It may be that circumstances of our life aren't what we wish they were. It may be that our relationships or our, our health or our finances aren't what we wish they were. Um, but, but ultimately, our, our complaining, our grumbling, it really is against the Lord. Because if, he, if we trust that He is sovereign, if we trust that His providence rules over all, um, then we should find a, a comfort and a rest even in the midst of our of our difficult circumstances. The people were complaining and grumbling, but it wasn't really against their leaders, not ultimately. Moses reminds them our grumbling is against the Lord. And so we want to find a rest and a trust in the Lord no matter what our circumstances are. Fourth observation, the Lord provided manna for them to eat for 40 years. That's what chapter 16, verse 35 tells us. The Lord was providing for them and did so for a number of years. And then fifthly, the Lord provided victory over Amalek. And uh, they referred to the Lord because of that battle there as Yahweh Nissi, which means the Lord is my banner. The Lord is my banner. Um, this is the only place in the Old Testament we find this name. Yahweh Nissi. Um, it's, a, it's a beautiful name. The Lord is my banner. Uh, often when people would go into war, uh, you would hold a ban some kind of a standard that showed um, <clears throat> who the, the army belonged to. And it was a reminder that you fought under the banner <clears throat> of that commanding officer. Or you fought that battle uh, under the authority of that nation that the banner represented. And what, the, what the, Moses is saying here is, the Lord is my banner. We fight under his name. We fight for his name. We fight under his control. We fight in his authority because he is 
the one who rules over us. Um, it really is a, a beautiful name. The Lord is my banner. You see something similar to that in the Song of Solomon. Um, he brought me to his banqueting table, and his banner over me is love. And there the bride is saying that the, the mark uh, that my husband has with me is love. The way people know that I belong to him is his love, his banner over me, his, his mark, his, his sign that, that I am his is the way that he loves me. Um, here where we see uh, Yahweh Nissi, it's saying the Lord is my banner. Uh, he is the one that fights for us. We fight under his name, under his authority and the Lord provided them the victory. Five applications for today. Uh, because the Lord reigns forever, we will be safe. Um, ultimately, there is nothing man can do to us because we belong to the Lord. Uh, chapter 15, in verse 18, says, The Lord will reign forever and ever. So on this earthly life, we may have things that get to us. We may have frustrations or disease or trials that, that um, injure us. But ultimately, we are the Lord's, and the Lord reigns forever and ever. And so if we belong to Him forever, as long as He reigns forever, uh, we are ultimately safe. We rest in that. Number two, we must meditate on our blessings, or we will quickly return to grumbling. How true this is. Uh, so often the Lord does something for us, provides for us, and, and we feel th this real uh, relief and this real sense of blessing. And then just, just right on the side of that, if something doesn't go our way, we so quickly return to grumbling, just as the people did uh, here in Exodus. And so we want to we rehearse God's blessings. We want to remember them. We want to talk of them. We want to speak of them. We want to share the stories of them. That, that's what keeps us from so easily and so quickly returning to grumbling. So meditate on God's blessings, recite them, tell your family how God has blessed you, take time to recognize answers to prayer. Um, the greatest way to protect your heart from becoming a, a grumbling, complaining heart uh, is to take time to be thankful and to rehearse God's goodness in your life. Which leads to a third application, kind of the other side of that, and that is that uh, complaining is contagious. Chapter 16, verse 2, And the whole congregation of the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. All of them. The whole group started complaining. The whole group started grumbling and murmuring against them. Uh, complaining is so contagious. Um, you see this happen um, in in sports, among fans. You see this in, in the workplace. You see this um, sometimes you know, just among friendship groups, um, complaining is so contagious. Once somebody starts complaining, everybody else just seems to pile on. Um, fight actively against that. Don't, don't join in to the chorus of complainers. Uh, rise above that. Um, it says here the whole congregation joined in complaining. Wherever you are, let it never be said that the whole group was full of complainers. Because if you're there, you can at least always be one voice that is striving to be grateful, striving to look for things to, to give thanks. Uh, don't let your voice join in the chorus of complainers. 
Fourthly, as God meets our every need, we can know that He is the Lord our God. Chapter 16, verse 12 says, I have heard the grumbling of the people of Israel say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, in the morning you shall be filled with bread, then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In other words, when God meets the needs, it's to help the people understand that He is their Lord. They can trust Him. So every need the Lord meets for you should become not only more reason to praise Him, but less reason to complain the next time, because He has proven Himself faithful over and over again. So let every need that you have that's met by the Lord uh, be reminded that He is our faithful God. And then fifth, in every trial, remind yourself that the Lord is among you. Chapter 17, verse 7, Is the Lord among us or not? It's a great question. It's a great question, and the answer for us, of course, is yes, He is. We know that He is. He will never leave us or forsake us. The Lord is among us. So that should impact the way you see every trial. That should impact the way you see every hardship. That should impact the way you go through every disappointing week. Um, that you remind yourself the Lord is with us. The Lord is among us. And if He is, then, then He's at work. And even if it's something you can't see, or even if it's a work that seems difficult that He's doing in you, uh, there is good to be had and lessons to be learned. The Lord is among us always. For a summary, we are switching from uh, Psalms to Proverbs for uh, these next several weeks. And so the summary from Proverbs 1, in order to live in wisdom, we must see the Lord as the sovereign king over all things. We want to live in wisdom. Uh, that's so important. But the way that we live in wisdom starts by seeing the Lord uh, in the right uh, perspective. So the, the word tells us uh, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We want to walk in wisdom. We want to live in wisdom. And that begins by seeing the Lord as the sovereign king over all things. And if we do that, then we can walk in wisdom and enjoy the benefits of knowing the Lord is with us. Um, and, and that should give us a comfort no matter what it is that we face. All right, enjoy the reading today as we begin uh, month two together.